Real quick, I just wanted to thank you for listening to the podcast. If you are a return listener, would you do me a favor and rate and review the show? We're trying to reach more believers with productivity from a Christian worldview, and your reviews help people discover the show. So if you would just take a minute and give the show a rating, give it a quick review, I would really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So over the past two years, I have written three books. I am not a full-time author of books. This has all happened in the margins of life. In this episode, I wanted to break down some of the processes and some of the time management techniques I follow to make time to write, even when I'm super busy. And hopefully some of these techniques will work for you, whether you're an aspiring author or you're just trying to get more done with your time. Welcome to the Redeeming Productivity Show. This is the podcast that helps Christians get more done and get it done like Christians. And I'm your host, Reagan Rose. On this show, we examine the world of personal productivity through the lens of a biblical worldview to help you better steward your time, energy, resources, and talents for the glory of God. So I wrote three books. The first one was A Student's Guide to Gaming, which came out in 2020. Two. The second one was Redeeming Productivity, which is a book on time management for Christians. And this one came out in October of this year. And then I just finished turning in the manuscript for my third book last month. So I've been working on books nonstop for two years straight. In the past two years while writing these books, we moved across the country from California to Michigan we had a second baby. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old now. So we had babies in the house the entire time I was writing these books, which is pretty disruptive if you ask me. In this period, I also switched jobs twice and ended up starting my own business. And that's in addition to all the other normal chaos of life. I wanna show you how I took the very principles that I teach people and that I talk about in my book and applied them to actually writing that book and a couple of other ones. I'm gonna cover three things. I'm gonna talk about deciding whether or not you should write that book, making an effective plan for writing the book so it actually gets done, and finding time so you're writing every day or at least every week so you're continuing to make progress on your book. I think the first big question that a lot of people don't ask themselves is, should you write that book? Should you even do it? Is it going to be worth it? This has to do with deciding whether or not to write the book. Because you have to appreciate, this is going to take a lot of time. This is going to consume your life for a long time, months, possibly years to write a book. And so it's not something you want to enter into lightly. And so I encourage people, and I did this myself, is spend a lot of time thinking about if your idea for a book is something you really want to invest in, because you are going to have to fall in love with that idea. You're going to spend a lot of time with it. You know, Jesus said to count the cost right, of following him, but he appealed to this broader principle of counting the cost. He said, who, who goes into battle without counting the cost to see if they have enough troops, if they can win the battle? Who builds a tower without first counting the cost? Do we have enough material to actually finish this project? I think the same thing is true with a writing project. You're going to invest a lot of time, a lot of emotional and mental energy, so make sure you actually do want to invest in this idea. And one way I went about doing this was I use this framework called domains of stewardship. So I think about my life in basically six categories. So I think about my health, I think about my spiritual life, I think about my vocation, my main calling, and I try to get really clear on how am I stewarding each of these areas for God's glory. And I think one of my main callings is to help Christians manage their time better. 
And so each of these book projects is related to that. The video games thing is to help students with an issue that I see in the church. It's a lot of young people, especially young men, um, spend an inordinate amount of time on video games. So I wanted to write a book that presented a really positive vision of, yeah, you can be a gamer, but here's how you balance that with the rest of life. Here's how you be faithful in all of your life to God and not over-index just on you know, entertainment. And the same thing, obviously, with the Redeeming Productivity book. I wrote this book because I believe God's called me to help believers manage their time better and steward it better. So all of these things really lined up with that domain of stewardship for me, which was vocation. What is the main thing God's called me to do? And since I have clarity on that, I was able to use that as sort of a filter and say, is this worth investing months and years of my life into? And I said, yes, obviously. But I think that's a big thing that gets ignored. Don't skip over asking the question, should I actually even invest in this? And the second thing I wanted to talk to you about was making a plan for writing the book. You know, a lot of people, they think of writing a book as this big, huge, intimidating thing. And it's almost so scary. It's like, how could you possibly write something that's even 200, even 300 pages long? That's so much writing. Yeah, it is a lot of writing, but you don't write a book. You write chapters, you write subheadings, you write pages of a book. What I mean is the way that you approach any large scale project is by breaking it down into lots and lots of smaller projects. You may have noticed that I'm shooting this video in this bombed out hovel, which is actually my house. We're renovating it right now. And I had to do some work over here today. So I figured I'd shoot a video while I'm here. But this is also a pretty good metaphor for writing a book. Anytime I back up and I think about this massive project we've undertaken with renovating this house, I'm like, this is too much. And it is too much at that scale. But you don't renovate a house. You tile a bathroom. You drywall a ceiling. You redo the floors, right? It's little projects, each of them with their own complexities and own tasks, their own little habits that you need to do to get them done. But it's all those come together and the result in, hey, we renovated a house. It's the same thing with writing a book. You're just writing a chapter. You're just writing a page today. You're doing little incremental steps along the way. And if you plan those well, you have this great sense of progress through the whole project that keeps you motivated to keep going. So here's a couple things you can do if you want to plan a book project. The first thing you do is you start with that big idea we talked about in the first point, is get really, really clear on that big idea. Once you have that, now you need a deadline. And this is one of the things I think is so great about having a publisher. I, I published all three of my books using traditional publishers, but one of the things a publisher does is they give you a gift of a deadline. They tell you, you need to give us this manuscript by X date. That's super helpful because now the pressure's on. Now you can work backwards from that date and say, if I'm going to get this done by then, what do I need to do each week in order to get there? And that's what I've done with all three of my books is I've just worked backwards from the deadline and determined what do I need to do each week in order to make sure I actually reach that deadline, leaving lots of margin for there's going to be weeks where I'm going off, I'm going to get sick, we're going to have vacations, that kind of stuff. But creating a plan is going to help you actually finish the big project. When I was working on this first book on gaming, John Parrott, who is the general editor for it and a good friend of mine, told me, just sit down and think about what would be 10 things you would tell a young person over coffee 
about video games. If you sat down with someone in your church and they said, hey, I'm struggling, I think I'm addicted to video games, I'm playing too much, how should I think about this as a Christian? What are the 10 things you'd tell them? He said, those are your chapters. And so just like I did with the big idea, I spent a lot of time refining what are the 10 things. And I came up with way more than 10, and then I whittled them down. Some got thrown out, some got combined, you know, new ones came along. But eventually that became the table of contents for the book. Great, now I have this outline. This can be part of my plan. And then you break that down another level and you say, what are five things I would say about each of these 10 things? And that ended up becoming the substructure of the chapters or the, the subheadings. And now I have an outline for the book. I have 10 chapters and I've written five things I wanna say about each of them. The real magic in terms of planning is that you turn your outline into your to-do list. You take each of those chapters and you say, I want to be done with draft one of chapter one on this date. That's gonna keep me on track to finish this book on time. The second draft will need to be done by this date etc. all the way through each of the chapters. And now when you get up and you have your time to write each day, you're not wondering, where do I start? Where did I leave off? You're just working your way down the list. And you know what the priority is because there's deadlines associated with each of those steps. What's awesome about doing this way is it creates a great sense of progress throughout the whole project. You're not feeling like this is not done until the whole book is done you're feeling like, great, I finished the second draft of the first chapter, or awesome, I'm already done with chapter three, that one's wrapped up, second draft is done, I've already sent it off to other people to read. And so if you create an actual checklist, and that's what I did, you can see the progress as you're going. And so you're constantly supplying yourself the motivation that, yeah, this is getting done, it's happening, and I have clarity about what needs to be done each step of the way. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. I just wanted to pause briefly and let you know that Redeeming Productivity is also on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. It's just my name, Reagan Rose. And if you search that or Redeeming Productivity, you will find more videos on productivity from a Christian worldview. I love podcasting. I've been doing it for years, but there are some concepts and especially how-to things that are hard to get across in a purely audio format. So over on the YouTube, I do things like demoing different software, showing you how to do different Bible study methods, and even just breaking down high-level productivity concepts in a much more visual way. So if you're a fan of the podcast, I think you're going to love the YouTube channel as well. Just search Reagan Rose on YouTube to find the channel and to subscribe. Thanks, and let's get back into the episode. And the third thing I want to talk to you about was finding time to write. I really do believe that writing more than anything is just a time management question. But how do you find the time to write a book? So back in 2018, long before any of these book writing projects were even on the table, me and my wife were visiting Yosemite National Park in California. We were visiting the Awani Hotel, I think that's how you say it, which is this like beautiful giant hotel they've built within Yosemite National Park. This was actually the hotel that the hotel from the movie The Shining is based on. I remember I was standing in the lobby of it looking at the staircase and I was like, why does this look familiar? That's kind of besides the point. We were sitting on the back patio looking out over these gorgeous mountains. It was a beautiful day. The weather was perfect. The animals were out. You could see the top of Half Dome. You could see El Capitan. It was just this beautiful scenic view, and it was so quiet, and it was so peaceful. And I remember thinking to myself, and I ever am able to like write a book, 
I'm going to come here to the Hawani Hotel and I'm going to stay here for six months in perfect peace and quiet. And I'm going to write my book, you know, and I think that's every aspiring author's dream. We think that we're going to be able to just retreat from society, go to some cabin in the woods and write undistracted for months at a time. But that's just not real life. If you want to complete a book, you cannot wait till the perfect time to start. You have to find time in the margins today. So when did I find time to write my books? Early mornings. That's what I did. That's how we had to do it with having little babies waking us up all night. The only time that was undistracted, that I wasn't at work, where I didn't have something else going on was early in the morning. And so I would wake up at 4.30 in the morning and I would write every single day because no one else was awake. Now, I'm not saying you have to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to work on your book, but here's what you should do. You need to develop a writing habit. You have to pick a time and a place that is unlikely to be interrupted, something you can protect. So for me, I could kind of guard my early mornings because the babies and my wife were asleep and I didn't have to work and no one was calling me. So that's the time for me. Maybe for you, that's going to be after work. Maybe that's your lunch break. Maybe that's going to be the late evenings or night after everyone's gone to sleep. The point is you have to pick that time and place and you've got to guard it with your life because it's not going to get done unless you make sure it gets done. But what's really cool is once you have that habit established and if you already have the plan that we talked about in the last point, then all you do is you get to your writing spot, you sit down and you open up the plan and you say, what are we working on today? And it's already laid out for you. The next most important thing to do is to write this draft of this chapter. Okay, let's start going. And if you just put in the hours, if you just keep showing up day after day after day after day, the book ends up getting done. And really all you need is a good plan and a habit of writing every day. It's not as complicated as people think it is. I just hope that if you're an aspiring author that you would walk away encouraged. Writing a book is really more of a time management problem than anything else. Once you have your idea, it's just about putting in the time. It's about following the plan. But if you set those things up, you can do it. You can do it. Even if your life is incredibly, incredibly busy, believe me, I know, you can do it. And it's worth the effort. It's a really great feeling to actually have your books done, hold them in your hand. And the cool thing is if you learn this skill of filtering your life through your domains of stewardship, making good goals, creating projects, and learning to make effective habits, you can accomplish anything. It works as well for writing books as it does for remodeling a house. I'm using the same processes that I use to write the books to remodel this house and plan that out. If you want to learn more about those processes, you could check out my book, Redeeming Productivity, or you can just subscribe to this podcast because on this show, we talk about productivity from a Christian worldview. Thanks for listening, and I will see you in the next one. For more productivity from a Christian worldview, check out my weekly newsletter, Reagan's Roundup. Every Thursday, I share an insight along with the five best links I found that week that I think will help you in your journey to becoming a more productive Christian. It's totally free. Just go to newsletter.redeemingproductivity.com to sign up for Reagan's Roundup. That's newsletter.redeemingproductivity.com.